Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of District of Conservation. I hope this podcast finds you well amidst a lot of the situations unfolding here in this country. I want to use the platform like I have since I started this and been doing all my various different activities to offer some positive unifying topics of discussion. And I really believe that the great outdoors wholeheartedly can bring a lot of serenity, peace, community, and togetherness in great times of upheaval. So I'm going to focus this podcast largely on Great Outdoors Month and why you should be celebrating it, a positive piece of legislation, which is a rarity these days that could unify the country in the form of the Great American Outdoors Act. And I'm going to read for you some recent reviews we had on the podcast. Stay with me. Yesterday began the start of Great Outdoors Month. And I have often written about this. I think I have talked about this on the podcast in previous episodes, but I really want to hone in on Great Outdoors Month and why it couldn't come at a better time. This country has a rich history, rich outdoor heritage, I should say, and it's worth celebrating. But I really believe that nature has a calming effect. It really does bring people together and it provides a backdrop for healing. And Great Outdoors Month, if you guys aren't aware, was started in 1998 by President Bill Clinton. And in the 22 years since the first event, it has grown into actually a really widespread, universally celebrated monthly celebration where presidents, governors, individuals, private businesses, conservation groups, and public policy organizations jump in to talk about the value and intrinsic value, I should say, of fishing, boating, hiking, camping, birding, and just spending time outdoors. With great upheaval across the country and a global pandemic looming overhead, people are very visibly frustrated. So I believe that this month is perfect for people to become one with nature and to explore surroundings. If one thing can unite this country right now, it's spending time outdoors with one another. To break bread, to build community, to foster new interpersonal relationships, I fully believe our natural settings can provide the perfect background to heal and grow together. Throughout the course of this country, people have taken to the outdoors to escape problems, to reconnect with nature, to find God, many, many different things that they've done. And I fully believe that if you have the ability to bring someone new with you to the outdoors, someone who may have not grown up with it, who is removed from it, I encourage you to do so. That is the best way that you can introduce people, whether they're your friends, your associates, whatever, to see what joy they can get and take from spending time outdoors, from participating in green exercise or the physical activity that occurs outdoors. 
it should be also honed in that the great outdoors doesn't cast aspersions on anyone. It's a welcoming place for all. And if we encourage more people to seek out these natural settings and outdoor opportunities, I think a lot of great change can happen. So make sure you encourage others to go outdoors and do these various different topics. I want to read for you also the White House proclamation on this occasion. It begins like this. Our nation is blessed with abundant natural beauty that can be enjoyed every season from coast to coast. During Great Outdoors Month, we celebrate the majestic forests, mountains, canyons, beaches, and rivers that provide recreation and renewal for all Americans, enriching our lives and strengthening an enduring connection to our national heritage. Our parks, recreation areas, and public lands are some of our greatest national treasures. For centuries, Americans have looked to the sprawling expanse of America's outdoor spaces as a source of adventure, sustenance, and inspiration. From the lands and waters that constitute our national park system to state, local, and city parks to our own backyards, every unique experience of the great outdoors helps improve our health and offers opportunities for families, friends, and communities to connect over a shared appreciation of the natural world. And here's how it concluded. Whether hiking on world-class trails, camping under the stars, or fishing our nation's abundant waterways, exploring the great outdoors provides adventurers of all ages endless opportunities to create lifelong memories. This month, we pause to appreciate the extraordinary natural beauty of our country, and we recommit ourselves to protecting and preserving our natural wonders for future generations. That's a pretty good take, I think, on why it's important to celebrate our natural wonders here in the United States. I wrote about this at town hall and this month also celebrates national fishing and boating week, which I'm going to expand on more at town hall this Friday. I have some really good input from some experts in the industry. You're not going to want to miss it. It's also a month dedicated to hiking, um, appreciating oceans, etc. So I'll try to chronicle all the different occasions and celebrations weekday, or or week-long celebrations that are happening. But there's a lot of ways that you can participate in the outdoors, bring people along, and I think you're going to have less stress and you're going to find more peace when you do so. One piece of legislation I want to talk about that is not really getting much coverage is the upcoming hearing and likely passage of the Great American Outdoors Act that is going to be heard in the Senate very soon. For those of you who don't know this, it's going to be tackling two important conservation issues that have been often discussed. Some of the funding mechanisms have been pushed aside. It tackles two key issues, permanent funding of the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which I have talked about here at the podcast, and reducing the over $14 billion in maintenance backlog that is plaguing various different agencies, especially the National Park Service of the Department of Interior. Now, I'm reading straight from the text as to what this bill would do. I think it does a pretty good job of rectifying the problem of funding issues, creating permanent funding, and finally addressing a bipartisan problem of failure to reduce maintenance backlog of these critical public spaces. So from the Senate bill, here's how what the gist of the Great American Outdoors Act is. This bill establishes the National Parks and Public Land Legacy Restoration Fund to support deferred maintenance projects on federal lands. For fiscal year 2021 to fiscal year 2025, there shall be deposited into the fund an amount amount equal to 50% of all federal revenues from the development of oil, gas, coal, or alternative or renewable energy on federal lands and waters. 
Deposited amounts must not exceed $1.9 billion for any fiscal year. The fund must be used for priority deferred maintenance projects in specified systems that are administered by the National Park Service, the Forest Service, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, the Bureau of Land Management, and the Bureau of Indian Education. It also says this, the Government Accountability Office must report on the effect of the fund in reducing the backlog of priority deferred maintenance projects for the specified agencies. Additionally, the bill makes funding for the Land and Water Conservation Fund, LWCF, permanent. The President shall annually report to Congress specified details regarding the allocation of the funds of the LWCF. Congress may provide for alternative allocations using specified procedures. I will link to this bill in the show notes, so I encourage you to read it, study it, and learn more about it. Um, I think these two, like I said, two facets, people enjoy a lot of LWCF-funded public spaces, and so many people also recreate on National Park Service land, Forest Service, Fish and Wildlife land, National Wildlife Refuges, especially BLM land, and so many different types of land. So this will help alleviate the problem that has been built up across both Republican and Democrat administrations to finally tackle this issue. So I encourage you to read it, check it out, and encourage your member of Congress or Senate to consider supporting it. I think it's going to help bring people together. The final point of the podcast today. I wanted to read some reviews. I can't read all the reviews, I think, because Apple has a weird system, but it only shows you partial views. But I really appreciate anyone who leaves a comment, especially positive feedback on the show. I know not everyone's going to agree with the show. They may not agree with all my political views. You may not like what I discuss or if I defend certain types of hunting or fishing, but I am grateful for every semblance of input, especially through the comments. And if you haven't offered those yet, I would love you to do so. And you can do that on Apple podcast. So someone named Walter in Colorado from May 22nd said, I love this podcast. I love the interview with your dad. Reminds me of my coworkers in Lithuania. Looking forward to the next episode. So this is in reference to a third episode I did with my dad recently and him updating my listeners on the progress of his hunting journey. So thank you, Walter in Colorado for your feedback. I hope you enjoyed it. So if you, like I said, if you want to leave comments or reviews, especially on Apple podcasts, I will make sure to include that and make it feasible for you to do so. Thank you for listening to District of Conservation. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I'm going to continue to bring on people to the podcast to share their stories about time in the great outdoors. If you have any suggestions on people I should bring on, send those my way. I would love to consider those suggestions. Like I said, leave reviews if you feel inclined. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat and never miss upcoming guests on the podcast. Send your suggestions if you see fit, and I hope you guys get to go out fishing and hunting soon, although most hunting opportunities are likely done by now except for predator hunting. But go fishing and boating this week. I'm going to talk about it on Monday's episode next week, how you can participate in National Fishing and Boating Week. Go to takemefishing.org to see where there are free fishing days where you can fish without your license. If you are new and you're just learning and you don't know the system, that's a good opportunity for you to learn. But if you are not new to fishing, get your license that supports conservation and take someone new out to go fishing and or boating. Thank you for listening this week. Happy fishing and happy boating, everyone.